Welcome, listeners, to our patron-requested review of Midsommar. Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. So, Dean, Midsommar, written and directed by Ari Aster, his second film, after, of course, Hereditary, which I really, really loved. And I liked a fair bit. <laughs> of course you did. Well, I, I think I gave it three and a half. Don't make out no, like I don't uh, like Honestly? Uh, oh, I was going to say four, but yeah, actually, it might have been three and a half. What? For me? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was three and a half. Anyway, Midsommar tells the story of a couple that travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival, and what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult, starring Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, and Will Poulter. I mean, it's Florence Pugh and no one else matters. Jack Rayner is uh, someone. See, I would say Will Poulter is someone. Who the fuck is Jack Rayner? Jack Rayner, I know him as the the brother from Sing Street. Okay, yep. He's also in one of the Transformer films as well. If that's all you got, then he's a nobody. Will Poulter's someone. I remember Will Poulter. He's in that Bandersnatch episode of Black Mirror. I know that. No, that's not what I know him from. And I think he played like the the fake son in Where the Millers. Yeah, I think that's what I know him from best. The Where the Millers of it all. He's also Eustace in the Narnia movies, which you've probably never seen. I probably have never seen that. Is correct. Although I did use, I did read the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe book a lot when I was a kid. A lot. I think I, I, think I listened to like the audio description. A lot. Yeah. You listened to it. <laughs> you read it a lot. I did. It was one of those books I just kept reading. Why? I, I mean, I I read it a lot, but I also read The Magician's Nephew, The Horse and His Boy, Prince Caspian, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, The Silver Chair, and The Last. You're talking Battle. gibberish to me now. Uh, I read the whole Chronicles of Narnia repeatedly. That's fantastic series. Yeah, maybe maybe The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was the only one I had and never really pursued it after that. I remember watching the BBC production of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe all the time in primary school because it was one of the few VHSs they had. Ah, oh, VHS. Fond memories. So most of the Swedish dialogue spoken by the Hagar natives is deliberately not subtitled in the film in order to create the sense of isolation for the audience and especially for the foreign visitors. Good. No complaints from me. Yep. Less reading. Fine with that. Did you watch this with subtitles on anyway? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Yeah. And despite the Swedish setting, the film was mostly shot in Hungary. I thought you were going to say America. So, cool. Hungary. I mean, really, it's just a field, isn't it? A very good looking, luscious field, I might say. I mean, there are very, you know, there are many luscious fields in the world, I'm sure. I'm sure the US has luscious fields. Does, does it? I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> It's funny how with these four main actors, only William Jackson Harper is actually American and the rest are all from, I think, the UK. Okay. Good accents, I must say. So Florence Pugh's uh, British, is she? Yeah, and I believe, I think Jack Rayner is Irish and I think Will Poulter is from Wales, I believe. Ah, a Welshman. I thought you were going to say, like my good self, <laughs> a fellow Welshman. I mean, I think my ancestors came from Wales. Pretty sure mine came from England. All right. No need to get on your high horse. (laughs) (laughs) So when the film was released in Sweden, rather than eliciting fear in the audience, many people laughed. Apparently, the Swedish critics praised the film as an excellent black comedy. Mm, That's kind of weird. That's That's almost concerning, actually. (laughs) It's like they're trying to cover it up like, good joke there, guys. Don't don't look too much into this place. (laughs) How funny are our cults? (laughs) Look at these stupid Americans thinking it's horrific. (laughs) 
but this was released on the 24th of June in 2019 with a runtime of 148 minutes or 172 minutes for the director's cut, which is the version that we watched for this breakdown. I'm very curious, Endo, if you actually know which scenes are extra. Yes, there's some, because I've seen this film twice before this, so watching this again, there was definitely scenes that I didn't remember from the first time or the second time. So, and I remember there were some scenes that I saw in the trailer after watching the film that I, ne- I like, they showed it, I'm like, I don't remember that being in the film, and they were in this version. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, the film was originally given an NC-17 by the MPAA, and according to Ariasta, they had around 30 minutes that was cut from the final film, mainly due to the content. It was actually the stuff that was back into the director's cut that was the stuff that they had to pull out. I was going to say, this version felt more violent. I mean, it's the same. There's that one shot of the, the guy's head getting crushed, um, but they keep replaying it in like slow motion. I was like, yeah. is this new? <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, and I, I reckon a lot of it would be more, uh, lingering shots, like the the stuff that was in the theatrical release, but it was, it was there longer as well. Mm. Could say it lingered. I did. Were you not paying attention? How good's the cranberries, though, am I right? Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how, how far did you have to reach for that? <laughs> I mean, not far at all. You say linger, I think cranberries, and click. <laughs> oh, dear. Tagline, let the festivities begin. Great tagline. It is budget of $9 million and worldwide grossed $48 million. More people should have seen this. Yeah, I imagine, well, considering we do, you know, a movie podcast and we run in those, uh, you know, the film Twitter circle, it felt like this was a- The elite. (laughs) Yeah, like it felt like this was much more uh, popular than what it actually would be to the general audience, I reckon. Like if you go and, you know, talk to the casual viewer and say, hey, did you see Midsommar? They'll be like, what? All right. I got to say, are you sure it's Midsommar? It could be. Like, what? What are you going to call it? Midsummer? Yes. They say the word Midsummer multiple times in this film. I'm just like, are you sure it's not called Midsummer? I don't care if it is or not. I'm going to call it. Have we actually Midsummer. heard, like, Ari Aster say the words Midsummer? There's no. Or you wouldn't have. There's no way you've looked up any, like, behind the scenes documentaries or anything about this. Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean, scores. What do you reckon, critics or audience? Uh, critics. Yes, that is true. Critics have it at 83% and audience have it at 63%. Ouch. Yeah, very divisive, this film. Same with Hereditary. It was uh, a lot of mixed opinions. Metacritic, give it a 72. Letterboxd have it at a 3.8. And IMDb currently have it at a 7.1, over 185,000 votes. Seems kind of low over the board. It does seem low. I wonder what turned people off this film. I'd say it would be the content. Hot take, Endo. Yeah. I reckon you might be right. The content. Hmm. Way to narrow it down for us. But this is a patron-requested review, and it comes to us from our awesome patron, Chris Beardsall. So thank you very much for this one, buddy. Thanks, bud. All right, Dean, let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on at patreon.com slash Journey. And we've got over 70 bonus episodes over there, including film series such as the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of benefits over there, early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put out on the regular. Exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling Telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash the movie journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 